Well, this is the losers podcast yeah. this week. Exactly. Just this, hey, this is the Cancun hey, boy, podcast. Yes. There we go. Ah, yeah. Cancun, let's do it, bro. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three, Cancun, bro. Nah, Cancun tough. sucks ass, bro. Fuck <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 93 of the Saratobi Sports Pod. It's me, John, aka John Julio, aka Celine De John. And John Julio, I like that. Yeah, John Julio, yeah, 1942. Shout out Blackway. Um, and we are in regrown recording as always. I have my guys with me. To my right in the studio, the deacon of Demon Time, Mr. Worldwide West himself. Here for a long time and a good time, everybody. How's it going, both Mr. Them? Studio? Yes, both of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. Double entendre, don't even ask me how. <laughs> and that's word to the man to my right, the Gabagool. How you feeling, Matt? Feeling good. Good to be back. Good to have you guys back. I miss I miss podcasts. Yes. Yes. I also miss like having good audio quality. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. For the TikToks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, no JT this week, so filling in. I mean, no, he's I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we don't need him anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, Love you, JT. <laughs> filling in for JT this week. He's basically on our podcast. Like he's just part of it at this point. Like there's no guest. Like he he's special. But it's because he's he's special to us. He's a recurring character in our series. Yes, he's like um. You know how Urkel was wasn't supposed to be a part of the show. Hey, 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 it the is. First episode yeah, it just is. became his show. Words of Bell Johnson you know? High School. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah, it is at Reddit Mavericks, aka Ruben, joining us. Uh, oh, okay. I you were <laughs> no, I think. Como estas, way? No, bro. Hey, bro. It's uh. Fabian Ruben. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Okay. No, <laughs> no, but uh, no, dude. Uh, it's great to be on here, dude. Like I like whenever I like see you on the on the timeline or whenever I like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to be on like I fucking prom- I promote y'all guys. Hey, like, because I know like at this point, like, I kind of have a little bit of following. So it's just nice to be like, hey, like, yes, yeah, like talk about sports, but they also talk about anime. Like, you know, it's uh, it's basically like my two loves. Yes. <laughs> on one podcast so yeah. you know right. like yeah much appreciated works, no i know you're not on twitter well yes. you are on twitter you just don't be on a twitter ah, but no, ruben always shouts us out and i appreciate it because he's one of the first people i was like yo i like your shit because it's good not just because we're friends hell yeah i'm gonna tell people yeah, about bro. it also um i got to be on ruben's podcast and that's amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell cool. yeah. You did. That. that was fun uh um after a, after a win thank god yes after a win <laughs> which you know was our last win? That was but, our uh, last win. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it is what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a very relatable feeling. So I, I, yes. I understand. So, um, you know, love the segues that goes into uh, this is the Cancun podcast because yes. uh, the three people here who follow sports teams, yes, uh, now baseball season for us. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll go first. Of course. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of emotions um, because we weren't supposed to be here, you know. But at the end of the day, I'm not making excuses. Of course. Because we were up 2-0. Of course. And um, I just want to fight, honestly. Um, yeah. I want to fight Donnie and Rick. And, and Mark. And, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, bro, what do y'all think went wrong? Let's, let me ask y'all that. Okay. So, okay. So let me, let me tell you, man, because I've been following this team since I was like fucking nine. Um, the oh, biggest. same. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm a little older than you, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, so like the biggest thing like with this team is that um, they've lashed onto role players too much. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot. Here. Fuck damn pure dude. God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, no, but like, so for me, it's more just like, why? Like, okay, like we have Maxi Kleber, we have uh, Dwayne Finney Smith, we have a bunch of guys that, like, yeah, they're great. Like, they're great, like, Good. by themselves. But when you, when you, when you put them up against, and also when you put them up against, like, other teams, um, like, like, you know, roster, just like, Hey, like these guys were undrafted for a reason, you know, like, like, yes, they can get hot under Rick Carlisle, like Rick Carlisle, like God bless him. He's a fucking saint. He's not going to say anything bad about the front office. Cause he wants to keep a job, but dude, like go full doc rivers. <laughs> yeah. Bro, it's just like, but it's like, bro, like you can't, you can't put the faults of this team on Rick because Rick can only do as much as he can with the roster given to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes he's been it, overachieving with what the front office has given him. Yes. Since like, we won the championship. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like this team should not have gone to seven games. Like it should have went to maybe five, six, like, you know, like we were fucking red hot from three for the first two games. It's like, okay, like, Oh, this makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. like, we put we we took our our, our foot off the necks in the third in the third game. Mm-hmm. You know that that's just what it is. You know, like, um, yes does the does the front office deserve credit for drafting Dirk and Luca? Yes, absolutely. But at the same point, like, like, it's what you do after getting those really easy pieces. You know, right. like that's a no brainer to get fucking Luca Doncic. Like that's that's like that's nothing. You know, like. It depends what you do after you get him. Mm-hmm. And aside from the Tim Hardaway trade, which I'm calling it now, that's what it is. <laughs> the, Tim Har- the Tim Hardaway is trade. The Rondo trade is the Dwight Powell uh, trade. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, um, and speaking of Dwight, probably doesn't deserve that contract, but that's a different the story for a different day. Um, you know, like it's it's just more just like 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 what do you do? You know, you get these pieces around Dirk, or get pieces around Luca. You know, you get a you get a guy who should be a fucking basically a seven three, you know, three and D guy, but he can't do either. You know, like, or he's not willing to either. Like, mm. it's like at some point things have to change. I'm sure, like, you know, you know, you know, it's just like something something has to change, and it's fucking annoying, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. it's like it's like Mark, how, like, and Mark, I know you follow me on Twitter, bro, like. You'll probably see a Twitter link to this podcast later. Like, what more? Like, what can you do more with this front office, dude? Like, you're, you're the one in charge. Like, Donnie clearly isn't getting it done. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't seem like he what, wants to get it done either. Honestly, it it's almost weird. feels it's, like um, when it's like, Tatis hit that uh that grand slam when they were up and it was three zero mm-hmm. and his. Coach yeah, just, yeah, yeah, his manager yeah, just, didn't hold him down just after. to watch it, you know, like hey, like yeah. hey. But it's like it's like for me, it's like it's like Donnie, man. Like you're like me as a fan, where like after I got mine, I was like, 
fuck everybody else, bro. Like, yeah. I was old enough to remember this this championship. I don't care, you know. But you, as a GM, as a like as a person part of the NBA community, cannot look at it like that. You know, mm-hmm. like you have to look at it and be like, hey, like, okay, we won this one championship. How the fuck can we get the second one? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and they have been doing that. You know, which is like, which is fucking mind boggling. You know, and it's like, and it's like. Everybody who follows me on Twitter, shout out to you guys. Everybody follow me on Twitter knows I am not like analytical. I barely do an eye test, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like for me, it's more just like, Hey, like, you know, it's like, I'm not with those guys, but like, I know when I see like a winning pedigree team, you know, right. mm-hmm. and none of you guys have been it. And it's no fault. Like I love Maxi. I love Dorian. I love all the guys on this team, but like, you can't have it like that. You know, like oh yeah. Your your starting guys should not be a fucking undrafted dude. You know, like a bench piece, yes, sure, great. Mm-hmm. But as a, as a starting guy, no, dude. That guy should have that guy should have made noise in like in uh in you know when he was in college or overseas. Like that guy should be like a projected like first round, second round pick. Like right. you know, there's no way it should be like that. Right. And uh these have been like these. I I, I specifically save this for this podcast, <laughs> you know. Like, and I'll probably double down on my own podcast, but like, I wanted to wait to talk about it, like in like live, like actually mm-hmm. speaking about right. it because like, it's like yeah, dude. Like as a fan, like you should be mad. As an NBA like person, you should be mad. Like, you have a top, possibly top five talent, top three talent like on your roster right now, like, like Luca, like did, did way more than anyone else should have on this fucking roster, mm-hmm. you know, save for maybe like a LeBron or, you know, whoever, like, but things have to fucking change. Things have to fucking grow. And like, you know, like, yeah, I have Mark on my Twitter, but he's like, listen to me, dude, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking teacher. <laughs> you know, out, out in Mesquite, Texas, like he doesn't give a fuck about like you know, what my opinions are. I'm sure you know, like yeah, I feel like I would be um, a good GM. You know, it's just like it's like, bro. Like I, I don't know, dude. Like I just, I fuck at this point. Like, I could GM better than Donnie does, which oh, is yeah. bad because because I have no like experience. Bro, right. give me Even an like, accountant, and we can like, remake the movie Eddie, and I'll be the GM. <laughs> and yeah, I'm bro. Like, you know, I'm yeah, bro, the Western like, Conference Finals. Valid. Valid. It's like, bro, like, it's like, dude, like, it's like the Josh Richardson trade obviously did not work, mm-hmm. which, you know, which I'm is not whatever. mad at that like, move, though, right? No, not at all. It was a good I, move, right? Yeah. When you, you saw it, it just didn't work out. But yeah, hindsight's like, 2020. Like, like, yeah, Seth Curry, okay, doesn't play defense, but plays offense, okay, cool, like, whatever. Like, that makes sense of respect, but like, that didn't work. Um, You know, not telling Rick, like, not telling Rick, hey, like, do the pick and roll more with fucking Chris Ops. Like, he had, like, Three like easy dunks that last game, like just on the pick and roll. I'm like, bro, like do that more often. Like that would help. Mm. Like, you know, like I don't know, man. Like there, there's, there, I just feel like there's so much that needs to change, and uh, I don't want us to become like the laughing stock of the NBA the way that, like the Kings have become, the way like other team, other sports have, you know, the way mm. like I don't know, bro. Like maybe like the Chargers maybe have become like. Or like in the MLB, like the way that I don't know, bro. Like it's like the, those low tier teams. Like yeah, 
I don't want yeah the pirates. You know, I, like, I, I don't want. I was the, thinking more of like the angels in the sense that you have an MVP. Yeah, angels. Yeah, angels. And yeah, you just bro. Don't like that. Anything? No, nah, yeah. but they got a fucking highlight reel on Otani. Yeah, well, now they have Otani, but yeah. before Otani, it was just Mike Trout winning an MVP every year, just to. And that, now, and now, now it's Otani and Mike Trout. You yeah. know, highlight reel, but nothing to nothing to prove. You know. So all right, so then my question, my question to you is right because I you, you kind of said it and um. Honestly, like my that's kind of what my perception of what the Mavericks are. They need that like that next level guy that's gonna help them out. Do you feel like Przingis is that guy? So let me, let me, yeah, I, actually, okay, yeah, 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 let me let me let John 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 tap in. Yeah, John go first. Do I think Porzingis can be that guy? No, 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 no. That's not what. No, I asked. no. Uh, like, this yeah, is, yeah. is that guy? Is that guy? Yes. Yeah. Is he that guy? I think he was that guy. Do I think he is currently? No, he's not. And the thing that sucks is most of our roster has even lost even more trade value. Oh, yeah. If we traded Maxi last year, great value. It feels like Gary Sanchez to the shit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, lost so much value. If we traded Dwight before he got his Achilles, or like everything, like it's it's really frustrating. And now Porzingis completely lost all his value. And a large part of it is, it's it it's game planning because, mm-hmm. but there's no reason why like Porzingis was not a pick and pop player in New York. Mm-hmm. He did not get an All Star bid just being a pick and pop player. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's about sharing the ball. And Jalen Rose made some good points where he was like, um, after all these comments come out of Porzingis saying he felt more like a role player than a co star. Um, well, he was playing like a role player, so part of the reason is he was playing like shit. So if you're not playing like a star, right. you know, you're not going to get it. Right. Um, but the other thing is, maybe poor, like, poor Zing, he was like, he doesn't think Porzingis could handle being the second best player on the team. Mm-hmm. And that I could see being true, right? But part of the thing is, you can't walk around like that if you're not showing it. You got to cook mm-hmm. and be like, no, like, be a... You, Come out here and cook and show right. why, right? Mm-hmm. I absolutely don't think he's that second person. And honestly, after this thing, I the only person I give credit to who I really felt bust their ass the series who is not Luka Doncic is Dorian Finney-Smith. And mm-hmm. I know the undrafted yeah. thing, and I completely yeah. get that, but you can't go into a game seven, right? I think only two people on the Mavs know I'm pretty sure it was one person on the maps had a positive plus minus in game seven, and it was Dorian Finney-Smith. Luka didn't have one because he had to do everything else, so Mm -hmm. his numbers weren't going to look like it, and he had to create everything. That's fine. But when you have someone who's putting up about 40 points Mm -hmm. and to not give that support, to me it just shows the biggest difference in those role players because look at the Jazz. Donovan had 45. Everyone, like all of the starting five, Positive plus minus. Right. And it just goes into like <sighs> the Trey Young comparison is always gonna come. Mm-hmm. Atlanta made it out of the first round against a good New York team. Why? Atlanta committed to building around their young star mm-hmm. off rip. I personally didn't like the move because I thought it was they're rushing it too quickly, but when they got Bogdan, changed everything. I didn't like the call trade. That but changed fucking everything we, for that. All we do is talk about it, and now you have Donnie coming out here and basically going, uh, Lucas should have did more. Like, that's not a good look. He should have did more. He should have... Right. Someone someone tweeted it, and I don't remember if it was Bibbs or, or what. Kirk or, yeah, somebody. And it was... Yeah. Um, it was I feel like it was either Bibbs or Squish, and they were like, they really... 
put out, they like, they gave Luca checkers and told him to go play chess. Basically. That was Bibbs. Yeah, that so, was Bibbs. Like, the one thing that I will, like, so my whole problem with Donnie, I think, is he's kind of living in the past in terms of how he won the championship in 2011. And they never even helped Dirk. Yeah, and, and if you think so, about it, and you look at the after, role play, you look at the role players after. on that team. Now, I'm not saying they're bad role players, but Dirk, it was Dirk. And it was everybody else. You want to talk about playing playing chess with having checkers? That was Dirk, and he was beating niggas like all over the all over the ground in all four of those playoff series. And I don't feel like it's fair to ask Luca to do the same thing at twenty two years old. Yeah, and look how long it took Dirk. Yeah, yeah and, and and we and, weren't even exactly. supposed to be there. Like exactly. that's the thing. Dirk has what out of every person who's like won a chip, he's played with like the least amount of fucking all star teammates. Uh, Man, never played with all star teammates. Yeah, well, I mean, you think about it. That year, he was the only all star on the team. He's usually the only all star. Well, that's what, what the mean, only other times right. he had was Steve Nash and Josh Josh Howard. Yeah, because Devin um Devin Harris was not a Mavs when he had his all star bid. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's like. Um, Consistently, like you, that's not a recipe for success, especially in today's mm-hmm. NBA. It's not going to yeah. happen. And we're getting like we lost to the Clippers because they have good role players. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, Kawhi flipped the switch. The only reason why Kawhi flipping the switch was changed the game was because Reggie Jackson kept them in the game. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of like, course. it's but, it's staring us in the face, mm-hmm. just like the fucking like in a smaller scale, just like the rebrand. It's been staring us in the face for years, mm-hmm. and we're just like, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, like we have it's we have I a understand. superstar. We'll figure everything else. He'll he'll do it on his own. I understand, and that's how motherfuckers leave. Yeah, but the good thing is is that Luca is still young, and I think Luca is Luca wants to be part of the Mavericks organization. I think there's like there, I think that's what's keeping it there. I think because y'all are a good organization, aside from the fact that maybe I haven't put the best sound around him, but he's young. Mm-hmm. He's young. I don't think you know. It's not like he's twenty six. He's been out the the first round three, four times. I'm at this worried point. about the second supermax. But you know, we'll ah. see. I mean, the second, I don't. The second supermax only got to worry about it. Yeah. But when yeah. it's unrestricted free agency. Yeah. Because I, I I just don't get it. I like I. It's tough. You can't keep. He's not just going to drag us along yeah. all the time. Like, and it shows because no one person can. LeBron mm-hmm. did it. Like, he brought him to the finals and got smoked. Yep. Like, even LeBron, who's arguably the greatest player of all time, mm-hmm. couldn't do it on his own. We thought Porzingis was going to be that guy. It didn't work out. That's Hasn't fine. worked out. Hasn't. Is there still potential to? Definitely still potential. We need a lot of change to happen. Yeah. We need to have a better supporting cast. We need to have, honestly, a different coach. I don't think Rick Carlisle's a bad coach. I honestly just think it's time for a change of scenery. And I know a lot of people were on you on Twitter about this. About like who you want gone and who do you think should be hired and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I you, you said Jamal and I like that. Like, Dude, okay, I so, like that a lot. Yeah. So if I were if I were so take on the in the uh, unprecedented, you know, just like Rick leaving. I think Jamal Mosley would be like the guy, you know, because mm-hmm. like you saw how much the like. Okay, so first of all, this league as of right now is more oriented to like to coach fr- being friends with the team more or less, right? Like everybody saw that interaction with um, Donovan Mitchell and Quinn Snyder of them just like Last shaking night, yeah. hands and be like, okay, this is what you got to do. You know, like I said, you know, like you you would never see Rick Carlisle doing that. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like those interactions, it's like. And it's like, 
when when the one game where I think like Rick like got got uh got kicked out like we got a got a, a thrown out with like the first two minutes or whatever like like yeah like you know Jamal took over like won the game so it technically becomes his game to win you know his first like his first his first the coaching win and the entire fucking team was like holy shit that's fucking awesome like let's fucking throw water on you you know for like thirty seconds it's like that's great you know like I like. You saw how happy those guys were for Jamal Mosley, you know, Coach Mosley. And I think at this point, like the way this league is going, like it has to be it has to be guys who can be friends with the team, who like who have been in the trenches, who yeah. like know how to communicate with this team, you know, like and clear, clearly Coach Mosley knows how to do that. You know, like um and I know him and our last uh, as a coach, uh, Stephen Stephen uh, Silas had Silas, yep. the same thing, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, like they both had opportunities to go to different places, you know, like mm-hmm. Stephen Silas took the Houston Rockets job. I'm sure Coach Mosley is gonna get, is gonna get interviewed, mm-hmm. you know. Rick and is not a if, young star coach. Yeah, but if he goes, it's like, oh shit, like hey, like you know, like yeah. I'd much rather him stay here. Mm-hmm. But you know, like it. Whatever, whatever it takes for Coach Mosley to get like his props, like okay, like go somewhere else, you know, like mm-hmm. I will respect that, you know, because like mm-hmm. for me, like no matter what, if it's a team or a player or a coach, like my ultimate goal is like, hey, like go get fucking paid, dude. Mm-hmm. Like this is it, like you know, like go get fucking paid. Right. If that's if Coach Mosley gets paid somewhere else, okay, cool, man, like whatever. I think we're transitioning out of the period of the NBA where we have a lot of coaches that have played, like, because Rick Carlisle, he obviously played for the Celtics and a couple other teams in his career. Um, but he played a long time ago. Like, he played in the in the end of the Celtics, beginning of Jordan era. And he got, he's been coaching the Mavericks since, y'all could tell me, but y'all could uh, tell me better than I, I, I would say. 13 years now? Right. 2000, 2007, 2000, yeah. Right. So I think now with the way the league is going, even even though Lloyd Pierce got hired and then fired, um, you see in now a lot of players that used to play in the league, but particularly African American ones, which I'm fully in support of, that are starting to to play. I mean, to to coach these teams because I just think that the players just flat out respect them more. And one, like, I mean, that's one. And two, they they you're gonna take more advice for somebody that's played in an era more recent than you than I feel like in an older era. All respect to Rick Carlisle because he got a ring. He's one of the few good coaches that's left in the NBA. However. I think we all can agree that coaching isn't really what has won or what will win you a championship rather than superstars if you put it up against one another. So I think y'all both really hit it on the head. I think that's just what the Mavericks is, is missing is just a, it's just a reliable number two. I think it's exactly, and I think that goes into the GM. Yeah. I think it's way more Donnie than it is on Rick. Yeah, it's indeed. It's way yeah. more on the front office right. and what we do from there. But you already know, but, before before the front office goes, you know the first person that goes. It's just, it, and I'm not saying Rick's going to get fired. I don't think yeah. Rick Carlisle should get fired. But no, you, even said, you even yeah. said it. A change in scenery. And yeah. you said it too, Ruben. Because so. it's like, my thing is, um, <sighs> Rick has always adapted to personnel. Great. Yeah. Right? But it's, how are you going to adapt to the changing NBA. Indeed. Not in a... and it, It's not in a term of X's and, X's and O's because he can game plan. We had the most efficient offense in history last year. I'm not worried about that. It's more about how you balance everything else. How... Because honestly, I think one of the things that 
to to get the most out of someone like Porzingis, he needs to be coached hard. That's really what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Especially now that the expectations are there. Yeah. You know, like I feel like Luke is easy to coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Luke just like, go out and have fun. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. we even saw it in um I think it was game yeah, in game six. Mm-hmm. There was a timeout in the fourth quarter. I want to say it was seven seventeen. And everyone was like, This is weird because Luke is getting pissed off. He's like, No, 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 like don't do it, don't do it. Call the timeout. That killed all our momentum. We lost the game. Right. Like that's a big thing, and there has been mo- I, like there's been. I'm not gonna say they butt heads, but there's been times where like Luke has been like, "Yo, what what are you doing mm-hmm. right now?" Like, yep. What is this sub? What is like, you know? Indeed, nah, definitely. Uh... But speaking of coaches, your coach has won Coach of the Year. Yes. This is also congrats. congrats. My pick. Yes. Go ahead. Hi, Nina. Hexu, hexu. Yes. Yes, Ruben, you can't hear what I just pressed, but it was a basically yeah, it's yeah. a clap. Button. Damn it! Yeah, I know. It's we'll get right. there. One, one day, day there. one day, one day. Um, so I mean, damn, I guess it's it's time for my, to for me to hop on my soapbox and talk about uh, you know, the season that was the New York Knicks. I've been pretty consistent about this all year. First and foremost, um, Tibbs, coach of the year. Yeah, I said it, man. I I said it, yo, Tibbs, real life, he deserved to win, bro. All respect to Monty Williams, Chris Snyder, bro. The Knicks was ass last year, bro. We might have won like 19 games or something like that. We won 41 games, bro. 10 games over 500. You can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? With no expectations. But I said it all year, though. I really did say it all year. Uh, ask John. Ask JT. Um, the expectation going into year was, do we have a coach? That question is answered. Is RJ, better? Is, is RJ Barrett getting better? That question is answered. And everything after that was a plus for me. In the grand scheme of things, this team overachieved way more than it should have. Mm-hmm. Us being a four seed and as being objective as, po- as as objectively as possible, it was fluky. And I can say that because I went into the Hawks series feeling very confident and we got we got humbled. But Me this too. and I also feel like this Hawks team is supremely was supremely mm-hmm. underrated going into the playoffs because regardless of what you want to say about Nate McMillan, whatever you want to say about Trey Young, Trae, who is a phenomenal player. I got no, nothing bad to say about Trey Young. Whoever, sp- whoever, whoever spit on him in the garden, you need to go fall off a fucking cliff because that shit is corny. You don't fucking do that to players, bro. That's, in that's, that panorama? Yeah, bro. Like that's, that's just fucking wild, bro. You need a fucking pussy. Um, but the one thing that I learned about this series and you guys kind of talked, talked about it is having solid role players, yo. Having Bojanovic, having having Gallinari, who I absolutely despise and I hate, you know, Nick's and having legend, bro. yeah, exactly right. Having niggas that can score on your team is necessary. You know, having young dudes that can play defense is also is also necessary. But when you have when you're a Hawks team that has Trey Young as your as your superstar, followed by Gallinari, followed by. Uh, Clint Capella getting, re- getting rebounds and basically like doing everything else. Clint Capella averages seventeen and seventeen against the Knicks. Yep. Yeah. Having Bo- having yeah. Bo- having Bojanovic fucking just go out there and hoop. Having Kevin Herter as your knockdown shooter. Having DeAndre Hunter as your three and D guy. Not even to mention John Collins, who didn't even really have that great of a series. It's it's gonna be tough to beat when your third, fourth, fifth best players are Alec Burke, Reggie Bullock. And Emmanuel quickly, and I think that's just what it said. But this team is getting better. We're we're a young team, and outside of the those role players that I just named, quickly is a, is gonna be a, is gonna be a, a really good player in this league. I think RJ got has has all star potential. While Julius didn't play well in the series, he the the stats on this season said it for himself. He's the most improved player 
And on top of that, like, he he needs help. You know, I'm not saying that he had a great series. He but he shit the bed, if I'm being quite frank. He didn't have a great series. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's Julius Randle at the end of the day. Like, how do you expect Julius Randle outshoot Trey Young, Kevin Herter, the rest of these dudes? Yeah. Um, so it's no excuses on that end. I, I we just simply got outplayed. Um, the Hawks are a really good team. And Nick McMillan, he needed he definitely needed that for his legacy, whatever legacy he has. Um and Tibbs, you know, I I, I said it like I, I, he deserved he deserved coach of the year. I didn't think he was gonna win just because you know best team with the best records. But you know it's the same thing with uh, when Aaron, Aaron Boone didn't win uh, coach of the year a couple mm. years ago, manager of the year a couple years ago when he had the most wins in the in the league. You know, so shit shit happens like that sometimes. So I'm very happy. And yeah. this team overachieved. We got nothing to be ashamed of. Dude, we're just gonna continue getting better. Hopefully, so I, like with the Tibbs thing. Yeah, I know. Um, they asked uh, Chris Paul after their uh, game one win about Monty not getting it and stuff like that. I'm not going to say Monty didn't deserve it, but at the end of the day, when you trade for Chris Paul, your expectations are high, right? Yeah. When you go win now, you should do well. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say as well, I'm not going to say number two in the West, but you should do well. At the end of the day, Tom Thibodeau was given pieces from the scrap heap to work with and turned them into a four seat. Mm-hmm. You have to give it to him. All yeah. credit to Monty, but at the end of the day, I think, and Monty got the coach's vote, which is cool, the peer vote. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, what Tom Thibodeau did, very few people, if any, could have done it. Yeah. And I think the this is a, probably for myself, this, is, this will probably be one of the most memorable Knicks seasons I've ever had because there was no expectations going to the series. I mean, into the season. Um we had no stars or superstars coming into coming into this season, and we left with a star, a really good player, and growing talent. And I know that we have a head coach now. So now it's on the front office. Now it's on your boy Worldwide West. It's on um, Leon. Leon Rose to to really like fig- figure it out to get this team some talent and really f- figure out what's what's necessary. Because if you ask me. Like the defense is gonna be there. We're gonna have people that's gonna play defense. That's mm-hmm. not that's not what's gonna be hard to find. It's about finding a true either number one or number two to complement whatever whatever's going down on the Knicks. So I said that a really good fit for the Knicks would be a guy like Colin Sexton. I think that if we can make a trade for him happen. Well, I've seen I, a lot of talk about that I as think, well. I think that would be amazing because I don't think he'll be the number one scorer on the Knicks, but I think he would be a really good player. I think he would contribute. I think he's a guy that has the potential to give you 20 a game and give you a bucket when you need it. So I, a lot of things I was seeing with yeah. the context thing is um, he's learned to play off ball. Yes. Because he's had to play with Darius Garland. Learned to play yeah. off ball, an improved shooter, and also he's someone that would fit well in a tip system. Yeah. So he may be available. Yeah. I also think that's a great piece yeah. that would fit. Uh, now, again, he doesn't need to be the best, but... Giving someone like that, it would be a great pick-me-up. The other person is, um, I think we can all agree the Clippers are not going to win the West. I know you felt whoever hope, won the Mavs series. I hope, I hope I, not. I feel I, confidently yeah. that I, there's just I too still, much inconsistency I'm still, there. I'm still pretty confident in that. There's too, <laughs> but, much, yeah. there's too much inconsistency it, there yeah. for me. Yeah, that's valid. Um, that's, a bit, that's valid. I, I can't disagree. That when the, the Clippers lose, if they win, awesome. I'll Like I said, I, will, I have no issue being proven wrong. I think when the Clippers move, I think Kawhi should go to New York. Mm. I think, Ooh. 
I, to what? me, that I feel like is the best fit. It allows him to still go out and party and do what he wants and it'd be emotionless in the strip club. Kawhi? <laughs> yeah. Bro, you didn't see a video Bro. of Kawhi in the strip club? Yeah. Okay. But so part of the reason why he went to LA was he wanted to be in a more marketable city. Right. Right? Bro. It's it's New York. But yeah. my thing is, I think it's I think he's just a great fit for that team. That way you move RJ to the two. You Bro. have Kawhi who could do it all. You have Julius. He's in New York. He'll get all the money he wants, which so he could pay so, his uncle. So like so, at the end yeah, of the day, so, I think yeah. New York is a great fit for Kawhi. So, I would I would okay. I wouldn't mind Kawhi, but go ahead. Kawhi, okay, Kawhi would be great in theory, but the only and thing the East is, that, is for taking. No, yeah, the East is fucking yeah, yeah. But the thing for me and Kawhi is that Kawhi wants to be in LA, as far as I know. You know, like he wants to be close to home. He's already won his championship. He's already won a couple of championships. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, if I were Kawhi, which I feel like I'm more close to Kawhi than most of the most of the NBA players in, in the league. Um, <laughs> I would want to. I I would just want to stay home, bro. Like if I were to win a championship, bro, yeah. if I'm just trying to fucking chill for like the rest of my uh, the rest of my uh, game career, game. bro. Like yeah. I'm going to where I am. Like nah, I if, I, if I if I already won a championship, if I already championship in Toronto and in San Antonio, mm-hmm. I'm fucking going home and just chilling. You know, mm-hmm. like I get that. No, like I anything that. above that is like a gravy is, is a cherry on top, but. You know, like I, you know, but it is it is interesting to see like the idea of Kawhi going to New York only because I haven't seen it, and I think that Kawhi could probably do what he does best in almost any circumstance. Mm-hmm. You know, like that could be a good fit in the long run. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Kawhi is like, hey, like fuck the Clippers team. You know, like yeah. I almost feel like Kawhi could be like, okay, fuck the Clippers team. I'm going to I'm going to Lakers. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> the way Rondo was yelling, at him yeah, bro, like, five. Yeah, it show was so funny, bro. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, do that shit." Anyway, but uh, I don't know, bro. It could it could happen in either way. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a that is a very interesting concept. Like going forward, like hey, like the Knicks are good. Obviously, they mm-hmm. they have good pieces around them. You know, like yep. obviously you'd either have to obviously Kawhi would have to like opt in, opt out, where the fuck and on top yeah, of that, opt out. out opt out and also be okay like what are you guys willing to give up in order for me to come in you know stuff like that you know right. like they can um, give up whatever they want all they got is cap room and young pieces bro that's they true, don't have no long term contracts that's true like they have like yeah. what like, 50, like the longest the long, Julius, the lo- Julius, Julius Randall is the Reggie biggest Bullock. Yeah. I think those are the only two co- people who are that's like the, they're free agents at the end of that's next fucking year. hilarious bro but, like they, like when I tell you it's us and I think the Timberwolves rookie, no not even the Timberwolves because they got cats joint but I think it's us two that have the most or maybe no actually I lied it's us in Detroit us in Detroit have the Detroit? Most. Nah, bro. I, if I'm picking, if I'm a fucking free agent, I'm going to fucking New York. No, 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 no. I'm just yeah. saying the teams that have the most fucking uh, cap room. Oh no, I'm saying though, if, I, if yeah. I'm those two teams, if, if I'm a if I'm a player opting between like yeah. Detroit and New York, bro, I'm going to New York, bro. Yeah. Listen, That's Kawhi, New York. Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and whoever else you put around, that is the top three that, seed yeah. In the East. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, easy, theory, dude. Yeah. Top four, top three, easy, bro. In like, theory, the, that t- the top. In theory, the, the east, the east is very top heavy. So yeah, I, top so bro. that's what I'm saying. But like I said, bro, I got nothing. I like outside of us shit in the bed in the playoffs, bro. Listen, we brought the garden back. We brought mm-hmm. the energy. New York was buzzing for that one week. That you know, everybody became a Knicks fan hey, again. That was and that was that was fun as fuck though, Denver dude. Like yeah, even like even like Trey Young be like, oh, like. And shout out to Feeling my fiance. <laughs> shout, shout out to my fiance to be like, oh, 
that's that's a Broadway thing. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, she was like, she was like, oh, oh you don't like, understand what he took about. My, I was, I was oh, okay, wow. like, I got like, like I got it kind of, and I was like, oh, okay, like mm-hmm. that Honestly, makes that sense. That was great. That yeah. was premeditated, I was like, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like, was premeditated. That, I was like, I was like, that makes sense, like in my head, but I was like, no, like my fiance was like, no, like this is like a a Broadway thing. This is like serious, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, no. I was like, that's Bro. cool. So, I think one of the th- the the other thing we both have in common outside of getting bounced in the first round is that these were very like formative years for our franchises in the yes. sense of that now going into yeah. free agency for the next two years, mm-hmm. we're actual destinations. Yep, because Luca did it again in the playoffs to show. And people wanted to play with him after last season, but after this season, and like just seeing what he did, yeah. and it's it's just like yo, like you got you're gonna want if you're a superstar or not even a superstar, just a normal star, mm-hmm. and you go, where can I go that we could really do something? Right. Dallas is a place. New York is a place, mm-hmm. especially with you guys have a lot of cap room. Yep. So like we. Both franchises have really made their case yes. as a real destination again. Yes. And yep. I mentioned this on Ruben's podcast. Dallas is a big market. Yeah, it is. They yeah. just don't act yeah. like one and people don't treat do it not. like one. They just don't know about but DFW. with Luca, that we're be we've becoming a real big market again. With you guys having Julius, having a good season, showing promise, showing commitment to the future. Yeah. And that's why some people were like, oh, trade for Dame. That would be a very classic Knicks move, even though Dame in New York, I would lose my shit. If we traded for Dame, no, but that's the yeah, thing. That's is a very I don't, Knicks move. Then now you'd have to give up. Uh, yeah, yeah, we would have to. It would that's be bad. Lot, I would like a Damian. But, you know, but you know what, though? If you told me, now, now just hear me out. Now, if you told me that somehow we kept R.J. Barrett, we kept Julius, and... Can't keep both and get Dame. Yeah, bro. There's no way. There's no way. Bro, that's bro. what I'm saying. Yo, we gotta. I will trade everyone on the roster outside of Luca for Dame, and I don't even care who else comes. Literally, yeah, bro. the only thing I, I did a trade thing just for fun because I was like, let's see if Dame is upset. <laughs> Porzingis' it contract. Wants to go. Yeah, it Porzingis' wants to go. contract. <laughs> um, any of the rookies, even though I really like Terrell Terry, I, bro, add. I literally wanted to see Tyler Bay in the game just because he's more physical and athletic than Maxi because Maxi couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, any of the young players, Porzingis, whoever else you fucking want for Dame, sign me up. It would be a movie. Sign me know. up. Is it, I, it would be tough. But then again, that's another place where the coaching search continues. Yes. Jason Kidd said he didn't want to go because he feels it's a rebuilding situation. He's right. Valid. But another thing where their GM said McCollum and Nurkic, and someone else is going to be back next year. I mean, GMs I say know. that shit all the time, but if I'm Dame Lillard, that doesn't make me feel good. Dame should have never signed that extension. I mean, but JT again, said it best last week, bro. Run from the grind, Dame. Run from the grind. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we get it. You proved your point, bro. But I just, always, now, now to me, all he's proving is that it's just going to be more and more difficult to win by himself. The more, the, mm-hmm. the more and more he he That's works, some, bro. Just come to Dallas. He's not bro. young. He's not young, young anymore. Like he's he's still great. Don't get me wrong, but he's not young, young anymore. We'll pull off a three team trade somehow. Porzingis and Dame will be involved. We'll get him to the Mavs, so both him and Luca can be like, damn, our franchises haven't really helped us. Let's just join forces and win. Right, and <laughs> it would be amazing. It's never gonna happen, but it would be nice. It's a good fan fiction. Yeah. 
It's a um, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. It's head cannon. There we go. Wow. There you go. Anime term. Yeah, it's head cannon is crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot going on right now with playoffs yeah. and all of that. And it's I I said it a couple weeks ago. It's like there's no better time in the NBA. There's no better time in sports to me than the NBA playoffs. Cause one, this shit is so fucking lengthy. And two, there's so much shit going on. And there's always some shit that comes through and surprises you. Mm-hmm. So it's so, like so. Uh, yeah. We yeah. say shouts JT. Uh, you know your team is uh 2-0 against uh Giannis. Yeah, I, who, uh, I I've decided who, I've made the. I'm sorry to cut you off, Ruben, but I've made the executive decision that we will not say the name of the team in Brooklyn until they lose a game in the playoffs. Got it. They're just okay. a team in Brooklyn. They're yeah. just a team okay. in Brooklyn. Okay, so shout out to the team in Brooklyn. Um, you know you got you know you guys are 2-0 against Giannis and a bunch of scrubs. <laughs> As of right now, that's tough. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, dude. I'm, I'm, dude, that's honestly, crazy. bro. Honestly, though, bro, like, dude, they were playing like fucking scrubs. Uh, I would love Giannis to be like, hey, like, let me go talk to Slovenian kid. Yeah, how can I get over there? Saying that when we could have drafted him, but no, we <laughs> yeah, drafted but, what? Jared Cunningham? Yeah. That was <laughs> the Jared Cunningham draft, bro. That was the uh, that was the. Uh, oh my god, uh, who the fuck was it? I wanted to remember, dude. We went on a run God of damn. draft picks that never played for us, pretty yeah, much. Ever. Was great. Um, or was <laughs> that, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. Either way, like, you can't talk about, all Donnie talk about is when connections outside of the U.S. And, you know, I've been looking at these players for so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, whatever. Just to not draft them. Yeah, this man yeah. was talking but to Giannis also, when he was 16. Mm. Also, shout out to JT. Uh, you coward not being on here this weekend. Yeah. This week it's fine. Yeah. It's fine though. Who are you to go have go on a trip with your girlfriend go, and enjoy yourself? Go have on the beach? fun. Right. I saw your I, I right. saw your fucking Instagram post, motherfucker. You're <laughs> having yeah. too much fun because your basketball team is still playing right. and I you're know. having a good right. time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, too much, too fucking much, it, bro. In terms of Giannis. And they're winning without James Harden. Clap them. And yeah, and they're winning. Clap <laughs> them. Bro, that shit was just so crazy to watch. Mind you, KD is when it comes to scoring, he might be the you know, He is. He's yeah. the greatest scorer. No, no, okay. He has to be. So, so he has to be. So my whole thing was like watching games. I was like, "Oh, it'll be close," you know. It you has know. been fucking close. Like, <laughs> yeah. it has been fucking close. Out, and the good. game was on in the background, yeah. and then I see a text from Miles. It's like, "Yo, they really putting him on him right now." And I was like, "Let me actually look at the score." Mm-hmm. And it was like a couple minutes into the second quarter, and it was like forty points. And I'm like, "Yeah, I was Jesus like, Christ. Yeah, I was like, yeah. they held him to what eighty six, bro? Eighty six points, bro." There's this girl in my job. She was just like, "Yeah, Miles, I just bought Nets tickets." I said, "For which, for which, uh, for which game?" She said, "Game five. I said, "I said, game five. I bet. All right, you go see the team in Brooklyn. Go ahead." But um, it, it's funny when it comes to Giannis, and I, I really hate to do it to this man because he's a two-time MVP. He's a great player. Whatever you want to say, whatever the fuck that means. That's someone's defensive player of the year, not mine though. Hey, listen, listen. A couple years ago, um, in the playoffs. We really saw it when uh, with the the Eastern Conference Finals when when Toronto went in, went into Milwaukee yeah. and they yeah. basically said they said Giannis you can't play in a half court offense we're going to expose you and that's exactly what happened. Then the following yeah. year, Eric Spolestra, Spolestra sorry, <laughs> sorry, I almost did it again. Spolestra, bro. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Eric Spolstra and and Bam said Giannis you can't play in a half court. We're gonna we're gonna expose you, and then that's exactly what happened. Except for the fact that he got hurt, but even before that, he wasn't doing his thing. So now, so now, Brooklyn is basically saying, "Hey, we're not even gonna go crazy on you, but you still can't play in a half in a half court offense." 
It, the formula is very simple to stopping Giannis from going crazy. It's don't turn the ball over and make them bring the ball up the court. Yeah. yeah. If every, yeah. if everybody else is not is, is not producing like crazy, then it, it's game over. It's game over. Unless the Bucks are hitting three after three after three, that's gonna open shit up for Giannis. It's not. It, it's it's bad. The formula is very easy. So. See, and this, see, and this is why I'm like, hey, like, Luca, text Giannis right now. And but hey, like, come over, bro. Like, yeah, let's, let's, Giannis let's, is going to be harder build, to get than Dame. Fucking build, bro. Like, yeah. And he got well, he saw that long ass extension. Well, so, yep. well, uh, well. If if Giannis like demands a trade, bro. Oh, yeah. sure. If he does a James yeah. Harden, please. If he's like, hey, bro, Giannis, hey, we bro. know you're listening. It's like KP. Yes, we know you're listening White. because you know, you're definitely like, not doing anything to win this series. Mm-hmm. So, I'm saying, bro, like just like pull up to Dallas. Over, like, it's warm. We got this. Yep. We got this. Like, yep. Giannis got potential to end up, to, for his career to end up like Steve Nash. Ooh. It's like when it's very, you know when it's very you know, comparable win, like, to me. Win two or three championships with Dallas, bro. Like go off on your own afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I don't see. care, KD bro. Did. We'll Just see. pull up, win your chips. Yeah, bro. Well, yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. It's all right. It is what it is. Gian- Giannis, he got to he got to play. He got to play better. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'll do better. I'll do better. They're really making them look average as shit. When they really are, bro. Like, honestly, the person I'm most happy for is Blake Griffin. He's dunking again. That's because I I like Blake Griffin a lot, and I'm just like, I was I told y'all when he was on the Pistons, he wasn't as bad as he was making it seem. That's what I said. I mean, he but just even had this, no reason. He was like, "What am I going to exert myself yeah, for but on it, a team I didn't want to be on in the first but place?" But even the season bro, before, that, he was that, an all, he was an all star and in, in, uh, with the Pistons, he just didn't play in an all star game because he got hurt. Remember? Like, that's bro. what I, that's what I love though. Where it's like it's like you know he realized, hey, like I'm on a uh, a you know part of the language, but a very shitty you know Detroit team. It was we're, like, hey, like TVMA. We're good. It's like, I, know, I know, I know, but still, you know, just, you know. But I'm on a very shitty, like, very loser, you know, Detroit mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Like, let me just, like, reserve my energy until I can get a, until I can get bought out or traded somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's funny because he tried when he first got there. He tried to get them to play. Mm-hmm. He was so out here so- like, yo, like, <laughs> he was getting tight. He was like, yo, like, we're fucking losing. Get your shit together. Like, this shit is not a game. Like, on yeah. getting on his teammates. And then so, he realized so, they don't care either. And he was like, well, fuck it. If y'all don't care, why the fuck should I? So it's so funny, though, because, like, I don't know if I knew, but, like, I guess, like, TNT or whoever held these uh, last broadcasts, mm-hmm. they had a, uh, you know, like, uh, like a meter to determine, like, how long is it Giannis taking to, you know, to uh, Giannis taking free to, throws. To, you know, to free throws or... <laughs> How many dunks does Blake Griffin have? You know, which I think is the I think is the fucking funniest thing, bro. Like, like they're like the broadcast being like, hey, like these guys are obviously trolling. We're gonna troll as well, and add like these like certain metrics. You know, like where it was like it got to the point where like I guess Giannis's team was very mad and like made them take it off. <laughs> you know, and then Blake Griffin's team was like. Whatever the fuck, bro. Let's, let's go with it. You know, like yeah, it's great, dude. Like I saw, it yeah. was like when you're winning. I think I saw a metric. I got a metric where it was like a. Mm-hmm. It was like um. It was like Blaker from the Detroit, like zero zero, zero dunks in 20, 56 games, <laughs> and then with eighteen games with eighteen games with New York it, with uh, uh Brooklyn, it was 
like 18 dunks. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I was like, that's so fucking funny, dude. Like, yeah. I love that shit, dude. Like, just Your like defensive man. player of the year, and he got dunked on by old Blake Griffin. Yes. And that was like a clean. That was that wasn't a oh yeah, that was a clean body, dunk, bro, dude. That, that wasn't a that, that was, was body to body. Yeah, that Great. wasn't a oh he he glided by me. It was straight up like nah. I made a business decision. Um, even though I'm defensive player of the year, right. and I'm one of the most athletic players in all of NBA history. Yeah, Budenholzer about to go out bad. I feel. I mean, it's, I mean, he he's, play, he's, he's playing yeah, the team bro. in Brooklyn, so I I can't really fault him on this particular one. Yeah, but we said it before. But, if they don't no, make the but, finals, but, it's a failure of a season. For I, but like, I, yeah. if they don't like, make the finals, that's a failure. Like, at, at the same time, though, like as a coach, you have to be able to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. That like either like win you games or make losses less apparent, you know, like yeah. And he he hasn't either in the last two games, bro. Yeah. Like, nah, he, he hasn't. He has not made. I feel like he's destined to be an assistant, honestly. Just yeah. like I don't uh, think I do, I don't think Mike D'Antoni is a good head coach. And he's and I stand still by that. he's still getting head I coaching offers. Mike D'Antoni oh is to me is a NBA, is an offensive coordinator. I have to do better. I've been saying that. I have to do better, guys. He's like, a pure offensive coordinator, bro. Ah, uh, so why do you think the Warriors won? They took someone who can run the D'Antoni offense, and then took someone else and was like, "You're a defense specialist. You guys are going to be a coordinators, and Steve Kerr is just going to make out of bounds plays." Jesus, that's fucking that's Christ. pretty much it. Um, like I just the way Budenholzer is, man. I just <laughs> I can't even say it's not his fault because we've seen him be out coached. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Stuff. Um, staying in the East. So now we we also have the uh, the Sixers and Hawks series. Yeah, um, listen, a hot Hawks team could beat the Sixers if Joel Embiid isn't one hundred percent. Yep. But Chuck made this point where he was like, at the end of the day, for teams who have stars like this to win these games, the stars got to win their matchups. He was like, if the Sixers are going to win, Joel Embiid needs to win his matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, for the Nuggets. The Nuggets are going to win. Jokic has to beat Aiden. He has to win that matchup. Yep. So I, my thing is, once Joel played, it's a little sketch. And we saw it go down at the end of the game one. They got a little sketch for Atlanta. It's a young team, you know. Yeah. Um, they pulled it out. Fucking Bogdanovich again. Timely buckets. <sighs> man, is, he's, that man but, is mean, bro. Yeah. That man is fucking You know, mean. and B's an MVP candidate for a reason. I mean, yeah, came like, second. It's, if he's in there, he will just, he will, you know. Yep. dominate the game but if he's not or if he's like 50 percent, hawks get hot they can really yeah they can make it kind of interesting like i said bro i got nothing but praise for trey young and that hawks team nathan bill has done a great job since he stepped in despite whatever he got going on in his, in his past demons um but yeah honestly i still feel like the sixers are going to come out and win the series as long as Embiid is healthy if Embiid is healthy they have no chance and that's just that yeah ben simmons exactly. is not good enough Shout out uh, Tobias from the island, but he's not gonna get the job done. You can't outshoot these niggas if if you don't have Embiid, and that's to me that that's that's what the series boils down to. And right now, it's, it's, as of Tuesday, June 9th, today. Today is the ninth. Yes. The ninth. Yes, as of Tuesday, June ninth. Wednesday, by the way. Wednesday, June ninth. Damn, I'm fucked up. Um, as of Wednesday, June ninth, uh, the series is one one, and it's going back to Atlanta. So. We saw how tough of a place it was for New York to play in, so we'll see how Philly reacts to it. Hey, man. All I'm saying is I've been telling y'all that this man, Ben Simmons, ain't no damn superstar. He's barely a star. And I'm hoping that these two playoff series where they lost the game because of motherfucking Hacker Simmons, Oof. right? I'm hoping these two series show it. 
So people are going to have to stop fucking acting like he's the greatest thing to come out of Australia. Hell yeah. That's a hot take. Because at the end of the day, he's just more athletic Dante Exum, for being honest. And he's Dante Exum to shoot. Because this Ooh. is some bullshit. And if Joel Embiid, like, I'm big Joel Embiid fan. He was, listen, we were in Philly for the process. Yeah. So big Joel Embiid fan. If he's not 100%, there's a good chance they lose. Yeah. And if you're supposed to be this other superstar, like we got Pandemic P over in LA, what the fuck is Ben Simmons' nickname going to be? Mm. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Fucking SARS Simmons? <laughs> I don't know. I got to, I got to, you got to give me a week to think about that. I don't want to. But what'd you call, what'd you call him? You call him Sar Simmons. Sar Simmons. Oh, my Jesus. Oh, God. Because yeah. this man is cheeks. Oh, no, no, no. One, one man's called him Bum Simmons. That was like, <laughs> that's oh, just man. a direct shot. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Any thoughts on any thoughts on on that series, Ruben, or should we just keep the shit, keep the shit moving? Just keep it going, bro. You already, already answered everything I had hell fucking yeah. yes. Uh, we mentioned MV, the M- MVP race before in Embiid, so let's shout out uh, Jokic for winning MVP. Absolutely deserved sure, on his sure. end. Uh, the I mean, lowest, yeah, the lowest uh, ever drafted player to get to win this. So bro, wow, Josiah Johnson, great follow on Twitter, has all the best fucking memes. This man was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. Wow. His draft was during a Taco Bell commercial, bro. Different. But he's deserving. And I know Shaq gets into that argument all the time on TNT talking about, no, the best player, the best player is who should get the MVP. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to have team success. I said it last time. Yeah. Def Curry did not even make the playoffs. Not fair, bro. I, I, I honestly... I don't want to hear it. I, I just don't as great understand. as Steph is, he has his MVPs. You can't, you should not win MVP as a seven or eight seed unless you're out here averaging like forty and ten. And he still came third in voting, mind you. That's no, and that's that just shows how much how much politics in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. You want to give someone that third spot? Fuck, Derek, give it a fucking name. Derek Derek Rose had a first place vote. <laughs> Derek, Derek Rose, Rose, not Julius. No, 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 no. Derek Rose had a first place vote. Which so okay, so so I have I've I've conflicts about this because go ahead. from what I found out was that this vote was like a, a fan vote. And I wanna know like how the fuck like okay, like who the fuck had a fan vote? Or did someone like on Twitter be like, hey, like whoever votes on this poll, like get the vote, you know, like something like I wanna what? know like okay. I think this is Bra- a fan vote, Steph Curry wins it if it's a fan vote. No, 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 but like but like Brad Ta- Brad Townsend had like yeah. He was like, "Hey, apparently this was like a fan vote," and had no idea how it worked. And I was like, "How the fuck? You know, how do you not know how it works?" Like, I want to know. Like, it seemed like who, there was a lot of voters. I, I was surprised by the amount of. I'm, 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 I'm assuming someone on Twitter was like, "Hey, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna designate my vote towards like the fans, right?" Yeah. Now, like, I probably had like you know Derek Rose, like uh, Nikola Jokic, like something like that on there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's like a New York. Or like Chicago base, you know, vote. Oh, Rudy Gobert just won Defensive Player of the Year. Hey, go for him. He deserves that shit. Because yeah. after last night's game, after yesterday's game, yeah. yes, he deserves that. Indeed. Like I can't even be mad about that. Indeed. But uh, but uh, I don't know. Like I'm trying to figure like, like who the fuck said they had a fan vote? Like I need to know. Yeah. Like there was no like fan vote for like for like NBA Twitter or like NBA Facebook or the fuck. Like there was no like. Fan vote for that. The fans like, should not be allowed. You to can't vote trust the fans there, for a lot of this. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be, bro. Zaza Pachulia almost got a fucking almost got into the uh, 
the All Star game, the game, game, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Like, no, like yeah. it's not. As much as I love the fans, as as much as I love the fans that support, yeah, we they we should have no say. I mean, the three of us could get a vote. But, I feel know, like if we if we if we all got a if we all got a vote we'd be yeah, I think we'd be good voters like I don't think we would be biased. No, I would vote for all mouths, bro. It's not, yeah, yeah, you might be biased. <laughs> Understandable. I might be biased. I want to say if Tim Hardaway Tim Hardaway Jr. won won uh, MVP, then I know who's, right, who's, who's, who's behind it. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. won an <laughs> it's MVP. It's me. Like, It'd be crazy. Nah, but um. I don't know. I might just not watch basketball anymore. I'm about to say. I'm about to be like, yeah, nah. Mavs, Mavs fans, y'all ruined it. Y'all, y'all really ruined it. But uh, <laughs> it was like when Justin. Bieber I'll be like, I'll be like, God fucking damn game. it, Ruben, damn it. God damn it! Like what the fuck? Bro, it's literally when Justin Bieber won the Celebrity All Star MVP when Arnie Duncan was out here hooping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's white privilege. Bro, white privilege. Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. believe you're bringing up fucking Celebrity All Star games, bro. No, nah, but y'all, y'all know, don't, y'all don't forget shit. I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta I say, bro. Arnie Duncan got robbed of three All Star game MVPs. You want to talk about receipts, nigga? I don't need receipts. I got this nigga, bro. I got this nigga to the left of me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was very upset in middle school when this happened. Yes. Watching Anyhow, the, the wow. celebrity also game out here. Like, damn yes. it, Arnie is hooping. He's playing the game damn. the right way. Yes. Um, I was in high school. Now, now, if I told you, <laughs> at the, if I told you at the beginning of the season that in the Western Conference semifinals, the Suns and the and the Jazz uh, are both up one nothing against the. Nah. Uh, <laughs> the teams that they're playing against is just so crazy, and I'm, nah, and, I'm I, and, I, like, listen, no, and I don't, and I don't want. I'm not coming for John, but it's just so crazy because the Sun specifically. We were talking about yo, they about to waste the playoff spot. We were about to do this. I was like, I don't know, bro. I think they're gonna be a top four seed, and it's crazy because now all this shit happening. Mind you, it's like I'm not, you know. Because injuries, all this other shit, and it's been a weird season regardless. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, yo, I just can't get over how good they actually was. Like we said, when Chris Paul was was, was coming, it was going to be a top four. We definitely agreed. But them being a uh, one. I, I thought they'd be a five, six. Uh, yeah. yeah. I said top four. But you know I said top four. I, I, yeah. thought, I, yeah. I thought it was a four, bro. Like, yeah. I had them as a five, six. But I think. I, did, I, I, didn't, I didn't think that. Like, the, okay, like, like you know, uh, Booker, like, obviously, like. Viva Mejente, he's Mexican, bro. So I'm gonna claim that. But uh, Hell yeah. you know, like I was obviously he was gonna excel because he's got fuck. He's he's got fuck Chris Paul, God, but sorry, I, he doesn't have to play point guard anymore. But I didn't think that DeAndre Aiden would become what he did, what he has so far. Bro, you know, I honestly I don't even think it's that because I I expected I don't think I expected DeAndre Aiden to be good. Mm -hmm. For me, I think it's them getting what they've gotten out of. Cam, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, yep. I think that's honestly the biggest thing because I feel like Mikel Bridges has been consistent throughout. He just, his minutes varied. And then picking up Jay Crowder. Those three people, I really feel are the the, the, the reason yep. for their continued success. Because I think yep. Aiton, Aiton's really good. He can give you 20-10 any night. Is he going to? No. But I think the fact that they have three really good glue guys and the jump that Cam Johnson made. I think that's the reason yeah. why I I don't think anyone expected that, and the Jay Crowder signing. Yeah, those are like two things because they had Bridges. Bridges getting more minutes, but those two mm -hmm. things really are what separated them from being what I expected them to be a, at a five six seed to them being a two because if. they got a lot of those players. But I've said it before, you got to put Chris Paul in a situation with young players who aren't going to beef with him, mm -hmm. and he'll get the most out of your young players. And he, he proved it in OKC. Yeah. So shout out to Chris Paul. He proved it in OKC. Um, I I don't know. I 
I still kind of wanted the Jazz to go further than them. I want Chris Paul to get a ring, but like, yeah, I yeah. am, I am. If the Clippers don't make it to the finals, I want the Suns to make it. Yeah, I don't want the Clippers to make it. I, I don't think they yeah, deserve but, but, it. I know. No, not because they did me the Mavs. I just don't think they deserve it. Nobody wants to see the Clippers win, which is like. I understand it. I but just don't think that Paul George is not playing like he deserves it. Yeah, I don't. I bet, bro, we know Reggie Jackson's the second best player in the Clippers right now. We know. We know about Paul George. Shit. I mean, after the way Boogie came off the bench last night, I don't know. <laughs> it's very debatable. All but, I'm saying is Boogie was supposed to be a Mavs like, yeah, Mavs like three years. Shout out my boy Kai. He said it, and it might be true. This nigga Paul George got demons in, in Utah, which is like it's coming into full fruition. Because even last night, like, I mean, he hit some big <laughs> shots down the stretch. But Paul George, dog, like you got to get it together. Are you a star or are you not a I star? I think you got to take the braids out. I think that's what it is. Yeah, he might have to go back to the right. waves. Once he, he was said, a, once he, he was a braids in. he was a much better player with short hair. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah. Braids right? not for everybody. There you go. Braids for, is that for is that for real though, bro? Like, I mean, think bro. about it. When he hit the braids, I don't think he hit the braids in OKC. I mean, I think bro. he did. Nah, have the braids he in just, OKC. I think he just got the braids nah. in OKC. Yeah, and what happened? No, no, in the he playoffs? had like the yeah. Well, he had longer hair. He might what happened in the playoffs in OKC? I don't know. Did you see the meme where it was? Uh, I hate to fucking throw Julius under the bus, but it was just like the little the little Wayne lyric, and it was just like I'm not a star, and it had had Julius right next to him. I said, no, not y'all quoting John. They're crazy. Um, so my predictions for everything, I all right, I'm not gonna all right, the, the fucking sixers shit is gonna be tough to predict because I don't know what's gonna happen with MB. If MB stays healthy, I say sixers and six. That's my that's my thought. No hate to, no hate on the yeah. no hate on the Hawks. Um Nets Nets The team in Brooklyn. Yes. So sorry. I'm breaking my own rule. The team in Brooklyn. It, <sighs> If if Harden don't, if Harden don't come back, I will respectfully say gentleman sweep. I think it's got to be. Ooh. I think if you have a two time MVP, it better be a gentleman sweep. It should be a gentleman a sweep. A star can win you one game on his own. We he will, better win them one will, game on his own. We will see what happens tomorrow. Bruce night. Brown locking him up. <laughs> That's what it is. Hey, hey, all star Bruce Brown. <laughs> Put some respect on that boy. Because it Hell should yeah. be a gentleman sweep. Best center in the Fuck league. Out of here, bro. Yeah. Um, if they get swept, swept. Yeah. Boy. Um. I got the Clippers. I got the Clippers in six. I'm not even worried. I'm not even worried about what happened last night. I got the Jazz in six. It's tough. Um, and the Suns. Oh, I got I got the Suns in that series for sure. But how much, bro? Yeah, that's tough. It just really depends. Yeah, I, I got. I, 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 I say, I, like I gotta see game two. Yeah, but I, yeah, depending on what happens I, in game two, but I still would. I would take the Suns in six, honestly. I got I got sons of seven, dude. Sons like, of seven, that's valid. I think like, I think I I, just, I think like every year, like the West is such a fucking bloodbath, bro. Like, like multiple rounds need to go to seven. Like you know, like it is what it is. Like yeah. I think it was Vincent Goodwill said it after the uh, Mavs game seven, where he was like, Kawhi is not gonna have a tougher cover until KD. Yeah. If they make it that far after yeah. playing Luca, right? I don't know. Yeah. And um and uh I think it was who was I think Reggie Miller was broadcasting game seven. Mm-hmm. He goes, No, it was Mark Jackson. And he goes, think about the fact of how the West is and how the NBA is. That only after the first round, either Luka Doncic or Kawhi Leonard was not gonna make it forward. That's wild. That's tough. fucking insane. That's tough, dude. That's, That's tough. just like that's just Those illegal, two, bro. Like, like top seven players. Yeah, I mean, you can make the same argument with fucking uh, Damian Lillard and fucking Jokic. Yeah, it's like yeah. Well, one of them is not yeah. gonna. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Talk about and top I, seven. I like uh, top sense. Yeah, I like yeah. uh, 
I do like Suns and Seven, yeah, but like I'm, I'm not gonna know until until Game Two. Yeah. Until this game right now, yeah, Bro, I have it on right now. So. No, I'm not gonna know because I, you know, Jokic can do the things, but without Jamal, we're gonna see what the rest. Yeah, of the that's just, that's bring. just that's just what it is. Your yeah. boy, your boy Aaron Gordon that you wanted, he's been big. He's been very big for these yeah, guys. Yeah, he's, he's been yeah. He's been please yeah. and thank you. Fucking Mavericks. Yes, man. indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, this shit's lit. I'm loving. I'm loving the. I'm loving this shit. It's time for some anime book club. Oh yeah! So we finally got to start our new show this week. It is unfortunate JT cannot be here with us, but we don't want to push it on another week. It is because I did his uh, his uh, notes for him. Exactly. Yes, indeed. So we have a great stand-in while he is gone. <laughs> indeed. Guys, we started Jujutsu Kaisen, which has been the Fuck. biggest thing since it fucking finally came out. Oh, yes. fucking I've been waiting to watch it. I wanted to read it first, and then, you know, like, fuck it, let's do it on the pod. So we did it. We did episodes one through three this week. Hmm. And uh, let's just get right into it. Miles definitely took the lead on this one. Hell yeah. Nah, nah, nah. So, um, um, yeah. So, first and foremost, the main character's name, I, I kind of fuck with it because it's like Itachi and Chidori in the same fucking There we go. Yeah, okay, bro. That, that, that was my first. That was oh, my first. Yo, bro. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's how most Japanese names work, though. The first part, the second part. Yeah, from two that's what I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Itadori and shit. So, again, yeah, now, nah, so we fucking with him. The way it shit start out, you know what I'm saying? This nigga's about to get bodied off rip. I'm like, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck is You're going on? <laughs> record scratch. Hmm. Right. You're probably wondering how, how the guy. Yo, literally, this shit start. Yo, this shit start like any beat. T movie, so yeah. yo, my black people, this is definitely for y'all. I swear to God. But yeah, nah. So basically, uh, either door he slide, he slide in, and then we get the whole backstory of him. Grandfather sick. Uh, uh, he's doing his whole thing in school. He's part of the occult group. Basically, like these niggas into like weird Very mob psycho. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like you know, they into yeah. shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Me- meanwhile, either Dory, like he's this whole af- athlete, a- athletic ass nigga that is he can do really whatever the fuck he wants. He was the MK if you want to. Yeah, you know. right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Okay yeah, for my people yes, in yes, 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 yes. Indeed, indeed. And then uh, next scene, uh, you know, we go to that. We go to the hospital. And actually, we meet. No, no, no. Before we go to the hospital, we actually meet um, his future compadre. I forgot his name, but I'm gonna just refer uh, to him. His name is. Uh, his name is. Uh, I'm gonna just call a nigga Goth Goth uh, Sasuke because that's what he gives that's the vibes that he gets that he gets. Sasuke so, not goth enough? No, 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 no. He's more so, goth than Sasuke. So, that's, that's so, what, it's like yeah. it's like in my note in my notes. Actually, I, said, I lied. He's emo Sasuke. So so yeah. in my notes, in my notes, I put a uh Fushigori Sasuke and then I put a Inadori uh Naruto's annoying ass. Yes. Like, Bro, like, I literally yeah. have for my notes for episode um three. It's like what in the team seven is this shit, bro? But, oh yeah, my bro, yeah, god! Yeah. Like they didn't. We'll get, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And, uh, in episode one, I think it was funny because like before mm. we started getting, I saw like a lot of responses on like TikTok yeah. stuff. Was mad people thought <laughs> they thought the story was gonna be about the grandpa living. Yeah, that's what and, I like, thought. Him bro, doing I, shit. I, I, yeah, I was gonna be like, damn, like I y'all ain't had to, y'all ain't had to kill the nigga off rip. Bro, this man oh, was spoilers in, ahead. Just this man was in one and a half scenes, bro. Yeah, literally, he straight up went. He went. Hey, <laughs> on, dude. He, was, he went. But, don't but, die like but, me. But, <laughs> Deuces. But 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 to, to be fair though, like that's like a very like Spider Man like mm-hmm. with great power comes great responsibility type of fucking quote where it's like, hey, like. Yeah. You know, you got you gotta you gotta protect like the people you love and you gotta like make sure they die in an honorable way, which is yeah. like okay, bro. Like I totally fucking get that. Like oh, cool. Yeah. Like I thought it was gonna be almost more of like um 
we're going to find out something about the grandfather the first time when I was reading it and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or is it going to be yeah. like a Hitori Noshida, yeah. where it's like, there's going to be flashbacks uh, of this grandfather who like mm-hmm. passed on this knowledge. And even now that like, you know, second time going through for the story for me, why the fuck he go, I'm going to tell you something about your parents. He's like, I want to hear it. Hell yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Tell me about his parents. I want to know. Yeah. Because there's no reason why this motherfucker needs to be so damn athletic. Yeah, this nigga's like, this nigga, they say he run uh, like 100 meters, five, in like, five, 550 like, meters in like three no, seconds or five no, seconds. No, they no. Said, just like when, um, what's his name? Fushi, Fushigori? Fushigori? Fushigori. Yeah, yeah, just like Fushigori is out here, he's like, damn, there's only someone born like that like once every thousand years or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like him and Gojo right. said that. Yeah, that's, so, def- oh, that's definitely fake Kakashi Sensei. Like that is like literally, yeah. they he's, did not have. goofy Kakashi. They did not have to do that. Like they could, ugh, that, I, I didn't like Bro, that. It, it's just like so funny because I was like, I, I put in my notes, because uh, I took notes this week, guys. Because, you yeah. know, because yeah. uh, I don't do this on my own podcast, but uh, I said, uh, Inadori legitimately the most prolific athlete of all time. Like, <laughs> like, like, legit, like, it was like they, they mentioned like him throwing the ball, like the, the heavy bono. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, it was like, oh, fuck, he threw like a baseball pass. And I was like, oh, shit, like, this is like, like, this is kind of crazy. Like, right. We'll see later on in a couple episodes. Like, yeah. hey, like, mm-hmm. He's actually he might be like the most prolific athlete of all time. Like yeah, yeah literally. Still out in Japan, bro. Like, right. Uh, also, like the humor in the show is good. Nah, it's like, definitely the humor yeah. is definitely good. Mm-hmm. Like you said, with Gojo where he gets introduced, we're definitely moving ahead a little bit. But um he's goofy Kakashi. Yeah. But like going to his sense of humor, going into when they're talking about him when he goes to challenge like with the gym teacher challenging him. Oh yeah. Like the first thing the the president going like Damn, the teacher's more of a problem than him. He was like, "How is this fair if he changed what he put down on his fucking thing?" And then, like the whole shit was like, "Yo, they said he's like Mirko Krokop reincarnated." Yeah. If you don't know, that was like a legendary right. like MMA fighter. And they go, yeah, "He's yeah. not dead, bro." Mm-hmm. Like shit like that. Yeah. Um, just a, just a last like little little back back part of it. I don't want to get too much into the summary, but just yeah. so y'all know, basically what's going on is that uh, Itadori he ended up uh, encountering this curse, fighting one to save his group members yes exactly and then he ended up yes he had to he had to save his fucking uh his occult group and he ended up eating the item that uh emo sasuke was looking for which in in turn gave him some fucking wicked ass powers that he just somehow has control of meanwhile like other characters in anime they get fucking the slightest of shit and they can't control it for fucking half of a season so Ah, so here we go. Yeah. So now this is definitely going to go into um yes. episode two. Yes. And as we get into, like, Gojo comes out here to introduce himself Absolutely. officially. Yep. Hell yeah. First of all, he's out here like, yo, I got these snacks. He was like, yo, we're supposed Bro, to get this God. curse item. He was like, I'm, I was like, yeah, I, I sent you to go do it. Let me do my thing. I Bro, some go, snacks. We go, out here. I'm trying to yeah. enjoy myself. Hell yeah. So Gojo is, I have her here. Like, so, like, I... Obviously, so I'm one... I'm out of these two. Like, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the one who's watched the series... Yeah, like in advance, right? So, like, I will say, like, Gojo. I wrote Gojo is interesting. Probably my third favorite character overall. Second favorite at this point in the story. Mm. Um, Gojo, like, like Gojo, is very much like a he is Kakashi, where it's like, hey, bro, like, mm-hmm. almost where it's like he he's almost too lax about things, where it's like, bro, like there are fucking demons with like curse energy, like around the. I guess the the continent, you know, yeah. like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, Literally. why are you why are you so chill about everything, bro? Like, because he's the strongest, a, bro. 
Exactly. He's, 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 like, he's, 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 strong. he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm the strongest. And I was like, man, you fucking bitch. Like this fucking guy. Yeah. He said, yo, bro, he literally said, yo, turn into them for just 10 seconds and then, you know. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, yeah, right. he's like, yeah. <laughs> No, I was like, he's like, he's like, yeah. Listen, I was gonna go easy, but my students watching, so I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna show off a bit. So that's one thing, like right. with the Kakashi comparison, and um, I don't want to like lead on too much as um for where the story progresses, mm-hmm. but it's like you definitely get. I would say not that Kakashi didn't care about his students off rip, but we find out later watching Naruto that he wasn't a good teacher mm-hmm. before. Yeah. 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 So it's like Gojo, he's a good teacher. Like you get that off. Yeah. For, what, for, what, for what we see, he yes. definitely cares a lot. Like even when he yeah. um. Going into the episode two, when uh, Fush, why can't why am I struggling with this? Fushigori, Fushigori, mm-hmm. when he goes, um, he's like, Yo, like they're gonna kill him, but like personally, like I want you to save him. And he was like, All right, like you, you've dealt with him, you'd, I was like, I haven't met the kid, so I don't know what he's like as a person, but you did, mm-hmm. and I trust you, and I'm gonna try and hold it down for you. Hell yeah, so that, and then the fact that he takes him under his ring off rip, yep, right? Um, love to see it, but. Bro, like, my thing is he's straight up, like, I'm the greatest. And then, like you said, people can't, in other animes, can't struggle, have to learn how to control this shit inside of him. Yep. And man's is off rip, like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. Which is, like, it, it kind of yeah, makes polar you... opposite thing. Right. And and even so, it's, like, it kind of makes you more, more and more curious about his backstory and more mm-hmm. if, like, and I'm glad you said it because I definitely forgot um, when the grandfather was like, I want to tell you more about your parents. It makes me wonder if that comes in at some yeah. point yeah, later, some on, later on. So, yeah. Um, I was gonna say like and that's one of the things that I like that differentiates from like other shows like Naruto or oh, like yeah. Black Clover where yeah. it's like you have someone that has something inside of them you gotta learn how to control it where with him it's more oh, so yeah. well this thing yeah. you're just gonna try and hold it oh, yeah. and um, it's gonna get stronger each time so good luck uh, you <laughs> seem to be doing pretty well so far so right. you, you're showing some promise yes. while in every other show it was straight up like don't even fuck with that whatever you got inside of you don't bother with it it's gonna fuck you so, up leave it alone yeah go ahead so I do want to mention that uh, this this is the introduction of the the demon uh, mm-hmm. Sakuna. Yeah. Um, this guy is a fucking motherfucker, dude. Like he, yeah. like you can tell from the jump that he's just like, hey, like I'm trying to take over. Like you know, like he's like yeah. he's one of those dudes. And I, I do want to mention that, like, um, I don't know how this is. This is a question for me, even after I watched the season. Like, because obviously, obviously the anime is so ongoing. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're gonna end the season because they made they made Itadori such like a like a like a character you could like you could root for, mm-hmm. but at the same point like you know go Goju you know Goji Goju is like hey like by the time you consume all of these Sekunda's fingers mm-hmm. like we're gonna have to kill you you know mm-hmm. like yep. I don't know how the fuck they're gonna go about that at the end like. Because you can see, like, there's already like a power struggle between Sakuna and Itadori. Like, Itadori's like, no, bro, this is my this is my fucking body. Like, why wouldn't I have control over it? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more. And, I think that's more. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I was. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think it's more evident after he eats a second finger. Because then, like, you know, yes. he's walking. Mm-hmm. He's walking around with uh, with Goji, and he's in what's it called? You just see a fucking mouth just appear on his fucking face. Then after that, like, yeah, fuck? right. Yeah. He's walking and he finds cover that shit and that shit pops up on, on his hand. On his hand, yeah, parasite. Right, right. But for the right. But then for the most part, it seems as if that uh, you know, he has control over it, you know. For, but yeah. you know, they said they only have six, six of the fingers, and they still have fourteen more to collect. Yeah, out there. It's a lot, bro. So I was it's, saying yeah. like 
and as far as like, I watched the first scene of the anime, and I'm like, yeah, like that comes into play, but like I haven't mm-hmm. watched the I haven't read the manga. Yet. I need to, but mm-hmm. like, the manga, bro, I think I will say one thing for a show this big. I'm surprised that there isn't more of the manga. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. for the the things like been like what I was up to date as of the beginning of May, mm-hmm. I believe. Wow. Shit. Um, okay. So. For a show that was like this popular to be that close to the source scares me a little bit and surprises me. So I'm glad they're taking that break. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just going, just kind of just going off of uh, what you said. I think uh, in terms of the manga going very, and I didn't read the manga, so I don't know. Um, one thing is that anime people like is that they like manga and they love Naruto. Naruto is probably one of the most popular fucking yeah. animes that, that have ever come into existence. It's so, top three, I, bro. Yeah, literally. I, 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 have no, I have no debate on that. Like, um, And you see, you're seeing the similarities early, and I think that a lot of... This is something that, you know, can transition the niggas that just like Naruto into something different that's like, all right, you know what? This is a different concept, but it gives y'all kind of the same feel. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... I, you, you, John kind of already spoke earlier about what happens later on in episode two about with the gym teacher. Um, but basically he ends up, uh, transferring schools and he ends up at this new, uh, fucking curse academy. He ends up at UA for curses. Basically UA for, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. UA, Kaisen, literally. Yeah. Yes. Literally. UA, UA for curses. Let's take all the big animes right now, right? Let's take all the big animes and let's mix it into one. You know what I'm saying? Hear uh, me out, guys. Yes, exactly. And so, the next main villain's gonna be a pirate, oh. and <laughs> oh, man. they're trying to find the two piece. Yep, exactly. And just going into episode three, now we discover uh, fake fake Sakura, and <laughs> yeah, she had, but she actually seems like so, she's she's pretty lit. So I want to go back to episode two for a oh, second. Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm jumping because because jumping. I do I do like like the principal himself of yes. the, like, the school has like these like cursed dolls that he uses like yes and they're like these like green like bear like type of bullshit and they're just like they conquer and they're fu- and they're fucking assholes bro like yeah. they like it's like they go for the sucker punch like like, Inodora, <laughs> like it's like Inodora already won his like competition and like and the fucking bear just sucker punches them and i'm like okay cool bro like mm-hmm. that's cool whatever the fuck you want to do and um i will say that um the second episode was the first time he's Bara. Which she is like, which like, I guess if you're looking into comp- contemporary anime plus like the way this anime is going, like you would say, I would say like Itadori is like the the Naruto, mm-hmm. and you know, um, Fushigori is like Fushigoro is like the uh, the Sasuke, mm-hmm. and then uh, Nobara is like the you know the the other girl Sakura, Sakura, you know, yeah, it's but like she useful. It's like yeah, right, but useful. But like I w- I will say like. I don't know if y'all watch, but uh, this is the first time that the a- ending song starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, it's it changes. So, uh... so, so that song fucking rolls, and I will tell you guys right now. Like, if you guys <laughs> go on the on YouTube and look up, um, you can look up like Yu Hakusho. Uh, you you can look Classic. up Yu Hakusho. You know, you know and uh, ending like this. You know, like you will find a lot of parodies of like this ending hmm. with other anime. And I was actually talking to a friend on my personal account, on personal Twitter account. And I was like, hey, like, because he's really big in anime. And I was like, hey, like, how come? Because I look, because a while back I was able to add um, this ending um, theme onto my Spotify, right? Like, I had, like, mm-hmm. yeah. songs. So like that. I looked today before we started recording. And I was like, hey, like, where the fuck is it? And it turns out that um, because the group who did this ending also did the B-Stars 
be the B stars uh, opening. Hmm. And uh, I was like, Hey, how come I can't find either of these on the internet anymore? And it turns out that the drummer for this band had like a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> what? And like, and, and like got caught. <laughs> and so now like his band, like you're, you're not allowed to put any like anime openings. Because, because onto Spotify. Oh my God. I was so I was like, bro, like I had this on my fucking playlist forever, bro. I've, I have a, is a crazy I, place. I have an anime only opening, like I have an anime opening, an anime only uh, Spotify playlist, and I really like they're not on here anymore. Like, what the fuck? So I learned that thing, and I was like, that fucking song. So 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 don't if you're if you're a band who does like anime stuff, do not. Do anything sketchy because, like, <laughs> don't, don't take it off. Wow. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, because I love the like the the ending of the song. Like, it's like it's like very like, like there's a lot of different colors and it's like it's almost like sketches of like the characters. And I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. it's cool. Like, I love it, bro. Really jazzy. I love too. It. I was fucking with that shit. I bro, love it, dude. And I was like, I'm finally like, finishing Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Oh, like, you took it back. Yeah, because I wow. always like I tried to start it before. And I watched yeah. a couple, but like I'm finally like, let me watch it. And I, one thing I will say, very off topic, but one thing I will say about Cowboy Bebop is, um, I feel like I can appreciate it now more than I'm older than I could have if I tried to watch it when I was younger. So because if so I tried to watch it when I was lot, younger, that's so, a lot of fucking anime. I feel like I couldn't. So um, yeah, so funny about Cowboy yeah. Bebop, bro. I watched that when I was like 11, 12, and I was like, this is cool guns, you know? Like yeah. I was like, this is cool, like Western guns, okay. And I watched it again this year, like two months ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. This is really fucking heavy. Yeah, and I'm appreciating yeah. the I art. I love this. And like you the know, music like, in it is so good now. Yeah. And all that stuff. They're about to do a live action in the original um yeah. the original people who did the soundtrack or, or doing I'll be like, telling niggas, man, plot plot go crazy, man. It's not yeah. even the plot isn't even that crazy to me. It's all the other things. It's like, like the, it's like it's like outside. the characters the way they, the way they hold themselves. I'm like, yeah. oh. But yeah. it's like going back to JJK, it's like a lot of people on Twitter were very excited for me to for me to announce I was doing this because <laughs> They were like, "Oh shit, bro! Like you're gonna talk about an enemy of the year potential, like yeah, yeah. last year, like this, this like the the way that the art the art direction and the way like they're pacing itself mm-hmm. and like I don't feel like anything has been like over like too paced or like not paced yeah. enough. Like I feel like the way like the series is going in terms of, like in this episode two. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say like going into the animation stuff. The like, well, this studio Maba has a good reputation, and it's like. You could tell. Like, oh, it's Mabba that's a, that does it. That does a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mabba, that's fire. Yeah. Like they're. That's I why, love it. Yeah. I love the art style. Like when they get into the fights, like it's you see it's, it really it's so good. I think so, you see it really when um the cur- the curses happen with uh yes get with, with um what the it, fuck is her name? What's it? Ruba. What's her name? Uh, Naruba. Naruba. Wow, that's really her name. Or Nar- or Naraba. 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 Right. Whatever. And. Yeah, yeah, like I think that that fight when she's fighting against the curse, trying to save the kid. I think that fight really like showed crazy ass animation. Yeah, also she's that's what I'm saying. Like she's yeah. cool. Like yeah. um, no, I like, I like yeah. the whole country thing, especially with uh when we watched um uh Akame. Yes, yeah, so we watched the Akame, yep. and they would always make fun of yeah. motherfuckers being country bumpkins. Oh yeah, exactly. And they're like, we're excited to be in Japan, like, and that's the thing. Like that's the difference where it's like the dynamics with um Naruto and Sakura, where it's like the only similarities are in the team setting. Then you can do the personalities of um, Itadori Naruto and Sasuke and um, Fushiguro. Mm-hmm. Yep. Other than that, it's 
okay, he looks like Akashi, but personality-wise, they're they're different. Yes. Same thing. Yes. This is the, yes. the girl in the group. Her personality is incredibly different from Sakura. Exactly. Um, yeah. She doesn't never goes along with the antics, but I also like how they're tying her stuff in, and I like how they're tying in some of her backstory off her rip. You know what I mean? We still yep. got to find out about Fushigoro's backstory. So with her backstory, we're getting out here like, why do you hate... Um, like, why'd you want to be a jiu-jitsu sorcerer? Going into that episode, too. Right. We're, like, going back to it where he's asking the same... The principal's asking him that same question. And it's, like, in my notes, the one thing I liked where it's, like, it just showed how much where they're, like, the reasoning doesn't matter as much as the conviction. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. he even says it. He's, like, you would just come just because you hate the country. And he's, like, well, I mean, not everyone has to have a good reason. She goes, yeah, mm-hmm. it's because at least I'm being true to myself. Like, it's all about the conviction. And, like, he when he gets pushed by the principal, mm-hmm. the principal's off rip, like... Yo, you're gonna say you're doing this because of your grandfather's dying wish. Like, so you're gonna blame him when you die? You're gonna blame him if someone gets hurt? Like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, that's a fact. And I, I feel like uh, the principal. I feel like he got a really good judge of character. And I think that's yes, like the only thing that he wanted to know was just like, yo, just keep it a stack while you're here. Like, mm-hmm. I think he could have said anything that was the truth, even if it was like outside of what he said. If as long as it was the truth, he would have been fine. Because yeah. you know, yeah. That's that's that. Also, um, in this episode three, we get more look into the powers because, as far as we know at this point, we just know um, fucking Fushiguro has summoning, and uh, Itadori is just mad strong. So now we're getting <laughs> a little more into the actual powers of other people and curse users so, and stuff yeah. like that. And we get um, yeah. You know, so I was like, over, like, yeah, whatever her name is. We get seeing uh, her hammer thing, and then also the straw doll. And I love how like everyone's like, oh shit, that shit creepy as hell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like yeah. So so. Nabra has like a straw doll. Like, yeah. That's the name of like the sneak. And I was like, that's fucking creepy as shit. And that'd be like, and so like, and you guys will, you guys will see like later on, like how like it's almost like she's putting the back burner yeah. when it comes to the powers. Cause like Fushigori and Fushigoro and, uh, you know, Idori have like these like, cr- you know, Idori eventually finds his own power, stuff like that. It's like, oh shit. But I would say that, like, out of all those three, like, Nabora is like her her actual like technique is like probably one of the strongest like in the entire series. Like, nah, it's thanks. it's fucking crazy, dude. Like, yeah. And I, and I do like how like they talk about like how she like come she came from the country and how like um, the curses aren't aren't I wouldn't say necessarily stronger, but the fact they have They're like more right? intelli- yeah. they have more intelligence involved, like. These are almost like evolved like curses where it's like they're actively thinking about like what they're doing, like yep. like where the where the curse had like his his, his fingernail against like the kid's throat. Yeah, and I was they, like, hey, like and wouldn't let up. This, even she talks though about, like um the yeah. power scaling a bit. So it's like we get yeah. some world building, not a lot, because it was mainly just introduction of the main characters, I feel Basically, like yeah. in these three episodes, but we do get a little bit of world building in the sense of, okay, these are what curses are. They manifest around areas of high negative energy, like schools, mm. like hospitals, like cemeteries. Yeah, which is makes they, sense. Which, yeah, which makes sense, like yeah. in the real world. They, they like, can adapt to high population areas, like high population areas. They learn more about human nature, about things mm-hmm. like that. Hence, she's. And then we also know there's a scaling behind the levels of each. Yes, yeah, like so the, yep. the special grade cursed um, artifact. Right. Mm-hmm. She's out here looking at this. She was like, "This shit is mad weak." It's a four, maybe a three, but because it's holding this kid hostage, I'm kind of screwed. And then yeah. also, like, even when Gojo says, he's like, now we're going to test her to see what's going to happen because she's never been dealing with a curse that's going to put up another human life. Yep. And she's out here like, well, it'll probably be better if I live, to be honest. But, like, 
you know, yep. kind of fucked up. And she was fully prepared to give herself up. You yeah. know what I mean? No, dude. So it, it at least we know at this point, in three episodes in, the core team, we know what they're made of. Yep. yep. Like we get a outside of Fushiguro, we have a decent understanding of him. Um, but we haven't seen everything about him or like and, him really, yeah. really being pushed yet. But like yeah. they did a really good job in these three of being like, yo, these are who we're gonna be rocking with yeah. for most of it. Right. Here's your main character. We're gonna see what's going on with him. He's oh, at yeah. the life change already. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. That's like what I'm it's saying. a very good jumping off and point. So, and especially at the end of episode yeah. three, very ominous. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Like, like they, they, they make it clear, like, this is the end of the first arc, the first little chapter of the story. Yeah. Volume okay, like, one. <laughs> it's like shit, shit's about to get shit about to fucking pop off. And I will say, I will say, because like, I watched this, like, the, when it came out last season, and I was like, the guys were like, hey, like, if you want to come on, like, talk about, now watch them. So I did. And uh, I will say, like, this is, like, there is, and you'll see, you'll see, like, in the future episodes, right there, it's like, it's like a love story to like shown in anime. Like you'll see a lot of like references and mm. a lot of like, Oh shit. Like that's, that makes sense with, with, the, oh, like, you know, you said with a the, love story to shown in anime. Okay. Yes. Like, I got you. I got like, you. I was like, you'll see like, you'll see a lot of like homages to yeah. like, yeah. You know, to mm. like, to early like nineties, like yeah. 2000 anime, like, Oh shit, that makes sense. But it's like, mm. I will say like this probably like what out of like the last like year, I guess like the year, like, from now since last year, this is probably like in my top three of like that's valid. After mm-hmm. I, and like I would say as of right now, depending like how like I've read I knew the manga and then I gotta see like where the enemy goes. But like I, I would say like this is probably in my top like ten like all time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like Yeah, and that was why I was like, yo, I really gotta get on this. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm a binge guy. So that's why I was like, let me read the manga while I wait <laughs> nah, for the season end. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Um, I feel that heavy. It's like I, the the way people have been reacting to this outside, even like you got your casual. Last time I feel like casual people got this involved in a new anime was Attack on Titan. Yep. Um, yeah, so I, like, feel like, just, I feel like so many people. I'm have been saying, bro, my, JJK. It's, I'm saying, it's bro, my sister. such a response of that, and it's like you're a, my, you're a seasoned anime guy. You know what I mean? So yeah. for for you to have that response too, it's it just maybe yeah. like part of the reason why I wanted to read it is you always hear that the manga is better than the anime. Yep. Yeah. Well, usually you hear that when the anime isn't that good. I do believe uh, yeah. you don't hear yeah. it that often when the anime is yeah. really good that people still bring up so, the manga being that yeah, much better. Exactly. I, I, but you also said for like yeah. top tier yeah. ones. So. Go, ahead, go ahead, Ruben. Go ahead. So, so I will say that like this season uh, has like everything I ever wanted in in a in a in an anime. So it has a very good shonen story. Like it, it kind of it overturns some of the shonen like tropes. Mm-hmm. It's a great dude. So, nah, like I definitely it. feel like uh, of the most recent animes that we watched. I mean, shit, uh, we've been doing this damn near two yeah, years. Yeah, we're almost two year yeah, we're almost doing this two years. Yeah, and bro, I think, yeah, I know it's bro. crazy. I can't even fucking believe I just said that. Um, but yeah, like out of the first three episodes of any anime we've covered, I feel like these three episodes probably stuck with me more than anything else that that I've watched so far. Um, and I and I'm really enjoying it. But anything else for like episode three? Uh, nah. nah, I think we, man. I think we, I think we touched on everything. I think we, we, we good to go. Yeah, I think we're good too. I mean, this, uh, this was a lot. I do think the first few episodes sets the a good table for the rest of the season. Definitely does. Um, 
I'm excited. I'm excited to continue to see how mm-hmm. this thing looks animated. I'm excited to see you and JT will be back next week, jumping right in with everything. Yes. So yeah, JT, very fucking watching, bro. Yeah, he'll be caught yeah, the fuck up. Out here having fun and shit. I know. Right. What the fuck, bro? We in like, the fucking studio <laughs> grinding. Facts. Working. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're out here like Dame Lillard. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Also, if y'all are following along with us with JJK, yes, just want to yes. remind y'all uh, for next week, we're going to be covering episodes four, five, and six. So make sure y'all keep following along with us. Yo, ABC is popping. I don't care what none of y'all say. This is one of my favorite uh, segments of the show. Um, but yeah. That's it from us this week, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. Go make sure to follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Listen. That TikTok is still going up. We're close to 40K. I'm just Bro, saying. so I, I saw that shit and I was like, fuck, I'm on this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're close to 40K. Um, We got another one that's close to 1,000. So it's wow. like, wow. Hey, I appreciate bro. you guys. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. I'm hoping we could uh keep getting a thing going. If any of you are actually listening from TikTok, awesome. Um, And yeah, you guys can also follow me on Twitter at Offended Narwhal. Uh, as for my tag y'all can follow me on the gram worldwide west underscore 11 uh, all of that good stuff make sure y'all staying safe you know shit basically open now so you mm-hmm. know uh, yep. yeah fuck it wear a mask don't I mean but wear a mask sure <laughs> um, Ruben yeah black lives so matter so I will say yeah. so I'm gonna so I'm gonna I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a so you can follow me at, you can find me at Red Mavericks on Twitter so if you're fucking listening and you listen to this and you see that, hey, like I I know that you're fucking listening to this podcast because we know you're this listening. because this podcast, like yes, yeah, they talk about sports, which is fucking great. Like there's a lot of podcasts talk about sports. I love the way I love the way that these three guys do it. Um it's almost like a uh Amaro, but for sports, which is great. <laughs> but the fact that they add on anime is like an added bonus to me. Like, even if I didn't have the Twitter account that I do have under Reddit Mavericks, like I would listen to these guys every fucking week, man. Like this is like, uh, yeah. this oh, is one of the podcast. Thank you, bro. I listen, I listen to maybe like six podcasts in general, bro. Like, and this is like the one podcast that I have. I, don't, I listen to, I listen to virtually no sports podcasts. <laughs> and this is the one that I have on every week. Hell yeah! Oh, so thanks, bro. You, high praise, high so praise. very happy. So if you so if you fuck with me, if you fuck with my podcast, you should fuck with these guys. Absolutely. Hell yeah! So. I'll take it. Thank you. And yeah. also check out his podcast. Even though I don't know how you guys are gonna do it with the season being over at Hoops and uh, Pleasants. You know, take we'll, a break. we'll think of stuff to do. So. Yeah, season two <laughs> when next season starts. I'm yeah, sure. we'll see. All right, that's it for us. Thank you guys again. We will catch y'all next week.